Ooh, you are listening to Keith Price's Curtain Call. This is Keith Price, and yes, we are back, back on the Curtain Call, and we're having a great time because, again, this is one of those opportunities where I get to do something a little bit special, more special than the other stuff that I do, but this is one of those things where I'm very excited because... You know, usually I don't have a chance to sit down with my Facebook friends. <laughs> I did it the other day. I had one, and this is now another group. This, and actually, it's kind of interesting. The last uh, Facebook friends that I sat down with were Emily Skinner and Alice Ripley. Oh, and so, you know, now I'm sitting with more award-winning people here. Oh, this is fantastic. The songwriting music duo who have... You know, it's very interesting that you have rec- had your music and works recorded by a lot of my favorite Broadway divas. And at the same time, there's a lightness and a being to the work of Marcy, Marcy Heisler and Zena Goldrich that anyone who has heard any one of their songs, everyone always talks about Taylor the Latte Boy, that's the big one. But like, there's so much... there's so much love and passion in the work that you guys put together. And right now, they have created... Again, this is an extension of, of a piece that you guys have pretty much have already done. Bef- not the piece itself, but your continuing story of Junie B and her essential survival guide to school. And it's so exciting because I just got through watching a preview of some of the songs from the show, and I became five again. <laughs> it's like my Saturday morning schoolhouse rock moment. And I'm so pleased to present um, both Marcy Heisler and Zena Goldrich to the Curtain Call. Thank you guys so much for doing this. How are you? Great. Thank you so much for having us. It's been a minute now. The last time I saw you guys, it was at the Ever After thing where I, last spring, and we were sitting, I was sitting actually in front of you guys, Mm -hmm. and I had no idea who you guys were. I mean, I knew who you were name-wise, but I'd never seen you because... You everyone. No. No, I am kidding, America. No, no. but I mean, I like... it's nice to meet you. No, it's nice to meet you. But I mean, it was funny because we, I I remember I was, there was one of the songs that had had happened, and I snickered so loud because I have a really distinctive laugh, and... I was just like, oh, my God, I'm embarrassing myself again. I can't believe I'm doing this again. And then you guys were like, oh, my God, he's laughing at that. It was like, it was like great for me. Any of our shows, if you laugh loudly. So. Oh, my God. So, you guys, this is, this is the extension of Junie B in her life. This is a wonderful children's piece that has, you know, we're on another level with her. This is so cool. So how did you guys get involved at the very beginning with this piece. We were so lucky. Uh, We had known Barbara Pasternak uh, through the business, and she came to us and said, uh, something came across my desk, and we think that you, the two of you, might have a good affinity for for these books and this character. And I was not familiar with Junie B. Jones at the time. I had heard of it. Um, I'd heard of all those wonderful books, but I had not read them. And so I took five of them home, the five that they were thinking of adapting, and I read through them, and I just laughed because I could relate so much to this character. I think we all do, and I know Zena felt the same way. Yes, I'm, I had a daughter who was, I think, about five years old at the time, so she was just almost ready for Junie B, and uh, and so I started reading them to her. She loved them. I loved them. We just had a great time with it. She's a, a really quirky delicious character I think (laughs) your daughter or Judy B both of them actually if you know them both of them are (laughs) 
I love that. I love that Marcy Heisler and, and Zena Goldrich here with me. So this 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 piece, of course, it captures clearly something with you guys. It's like, does this tap into your own inner five and six year old girl trying to just do because you know, you guys are you're doing it. You're doing you're clearly doing what it was that you were meant to do at an, a time and you're in a zone where even still I think it's a lot harder for women to get to do what you're doing. So how empowering is this for you to put this piece together? Well, I love the fact that um, Junie B is, is a young lady who's trying to navigate the world. And I sort of feel like Marcy and I are doing the same thing. We're just kind of making our way and, and doing, you know, writing things that feel good to us and that make us laugh and that we like to sing and that we hope other people like that as well. And I think Junie B is that same kind of creative soul, you know? I do believe that um, Junie B... Is, is such a character whose dreams are just way too big for her head to contain. And I think that, you know, that's certainly something that you know, Zina and I can relate to. And because of that, I think that creates a lot of drama in that I just think she's scrambling and trying to keep up. She's trying to grow into her, her feelings. And I think that at various stages of life, we all do that. I think that this covers first grade, but I think that we all, especially those of us in the arts, every time you're on a new show, every time you have a new experience, you're creating a new family. And that is what going to first grade is like because it's a completely new experience. Um, it's, it's the first time where you really have to um, collaborate in a certain way and where people's ideas do build on each other. And somebody does get a better grade and somebody does struggle in school. And all of those things are coming at you and I think that you really have to learn how to navigate it. And all of these books give us a chance to explore that, um, not only all the things that you go through, but how to navigate all that with your friends. And I think that while it's a, you know it takes place in first grade, it, it relates to the first grade feelings in all of us that we still have again children's theater getting so deep i can't i can't oh my god children's theater our approach has always been you write it as an adult show Uh, i i don't think we've ever looked at something and said we want to write it so that it's you know it's it's palatable to little kids what we try to do is just make it fun and make it um at, at mo- you know, it has to be understandable, but I, I don't think there's anything in here that doesn't really apply to an adult at the same time. Certainly, at, you know, again, like I said, as I was just watching, you know, those three numbers, and I was just like, okay, yeah, this is I, like. <laughs> Yeah, sit on the bus. You can do all kinds of cute stuff on the bus. And I'm like, oh, my God, don't you remember sitting over the wheel hump? And then it's, it's like... Or, you know, or in the song Dear May, when she's yeah, trying to apologize. come up with an, you know, an apology. I mean, how many adults have trouble doing yeah. that? It's difficult, so... I was going to say talk to my partner. Because um, so, I just don't... I can't get it right. Anyway, so now, at this point now, this piece is going to be a really special piece in that it's part of the theater works program where they're bringing 10,000, 12,000 students to see the show for free. And for them, this is going to be one of their first theatrical experiences. How does it feel to know that you are, because again, like I said, for me sitting in that room just with the rehearsal pieces, not seeing the whole show, there were moments for me when I can already feel like, oh my God, I wish that when I was, this. it's like, you know, and then it's like the, that, you know, the, it's like an up with people moment, you know what I mean? Like, Wow! Look at all of these people doing this, and it's it it. Do you do you have pride in that responsibility, or do you really take it seriously? The responsibility that you have, because 
this is going to be right. someone's first theatrical experience. Well, I think that we, t- we take it as if, um, you know, seeing my first theatrical experiences in Chicago in the, in the 70s, um, those were some of the most pivotal experiences of my life. So I keep that very much in mind when Zena and I write a piece. Um, I also am quite thrilled that it's about school. You know, this particular piece is about school and all of its, all of its trials and tribulations and excitement. And in a certain way, I do, um, I'm very excited that it's being married with that audience. It really is very meaningful to me. She covered it. I also want to say we got a great deal of help from the original material. Barbara Park, you know, who created these characters. We're so lucky that we get to take this, you know, as, as I say, take the football and run. Um, she is such an amazing writer, and we miss her so. And um, we're so grateful that she created this group of characters. That, that It's just so wide, and there are so many things to do with them. And we're so thrilled that you relate to them. No, I mean, you know, again... I, you would have to be a hardened, hardened, and I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm jaded. <laughs> but I mean, you really have to be a hardened person to not be able to even just in those few songs pick out where the, the, the adult-to-be moment is because it's, it's wonderful. I mean, that's, you're right about one thing that I like, and that is, you know, when you were a kid, you don't know what to do with all of those feelings and all of those ideas and all of those things and being able, you know, and growing into them. I mean, well, I think that I, Gina and I, we really, something that we've talked about a lot is it's not only about writing about this is how I feel, it's about why do I feel this way. That's what kids struggle with so much is sometimes they have avalanches of feeling. In, in the first Junie B. Jones, there's a lyric, in my insides, there's an avalanche of feeling. Um, I think she's, she's trying to figure out why there's so much feeling and I think that we took that and sort of explored that further in this I mean why are we why are we doing all the things that we do and sometimes we don't know we know know, uh, we have a lot of uh, adult friends <laughs> who actually say, you know, I actually really like Junie B. Like they're embarrassed to yeah. say that they really loved it or it's, you know, it's one of their favorite shows and it's, it always makes me feel good because I feel like we, you know, at least made an impression because it's, you know, there's children's theater and there's adult theater and, and I don't think the two have to be so separate all the time. I agree. Well, because it's, it's the experience that everyone still gets. Of course, now I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, okay, so you're capturing the essence of the first grader, mm-hmm. that, that energy. You've, you know, stepped over and had, like, you know, like I'm thinking about Ever After and that whole experience in between. I'm like, is there, like, a Judy Bloom book that you guys could do? <laughs> For those people in between. Judy, call us. Yes, call Judy. Judy, we'd love to hear from you. It's like, are you there, God? You know? I mean, because I feel like at some point. Maybe you guys should just do original kind of, you know. I'm just. Those were amazing books, too. What a, what a thrill I mean, that would be. But again, uh, uh, that was like a very pivotal, a pivotal um uh, literary period for because I remember many of the girls around me at the time were reading all of the Judy oh, Bloom books yeah. and and having their emotions. I was too busy trying to read Encyclopedia Brown, but that's another story. But this is great. So, is it fun for you guys to do stuff like this because it keeps you very much in touch with your inner kid, doesn't it? 
I think it certainly does. No, I mean, I really, it's, they're, they're easier. I shouldn't say they're easy. They, they come more easily uh, than one would think. Because I, 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 I don't think that we change. I think growing up is exactly that. I think we are the same people. We're just older with more vocabulary. I really do. I, and, and in that way, I think it's not as, it's not as uh, separate as sometimes we, we think of the stages of our lives. I like the purity of emotion. I think that, you know, it's really, when you have a feeling, you're really having that feeling. And it's, you know, perhaps it's not as complex or, or it might be complex, but you don't, have, you don't have the tools yet to understand what's happening to you. But as adults, as we watch our children kind of go through these things, it's, it's, it's nice to see that kind of depth going on so, so early, you know. So wonderful. Well, you know what, Marcy Heisler and Zena Goldrich, first of all, again, you guys have put your stamp on something that is, it's, it's really, it's, it's not only that it's really good material, but it's just so sweet and it's just so wonderful to just, again, my five-year-old was just dancing around going, you know, doing the pony with the, and of course the rhythms, hello. I was just like, did I see somebody doing Fosse? What's happening here? Like, what is going on inside here? But I mean, but it's, it's, it's like, it feels like that kind of opportunity for, for adults to be able to even take a moment and enjoy that 60 minutes with their kids as well. And I hope that people really appreciate what kinds of stuff you guys are doing with that. Because, it, I mean, again, empowering a six-year-old to figure out, you know, yeah, it's okay for you to be weird and emotional because you're six, and it's all right. And for... And if you're 40, it's okay to be weird and emotional, <laughs> too, by the way. <laughs> Child, I'm pushing 50, and still, just, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I don't have a pull in their stomach. But, again, I think about those kids that will be coming to see the show, and for them... You know, especially if it's like inner city kids that are having all kinds of issues. I hope that for them that the theatrical experience will like spark something in them to, you know, do something different or come to the theater because this is where all the misfits are anyway. Right. I love it. Oh, my God. So, again, we're talking. This is Marcy Heisler, Zena Goldrich with me, and we're talking about their show, Junie B's Essential Survival Guide to School, that will be going on from the 20th of July through August 19th. And, again, you know, thanks. Just thanks. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to talk with you. It's a pleasure. And we will be back.